the Apostle Frederick Kaluluma podcast channel. Apostle Frederick is the senior pastor of the City of the Lord Church, and he has been anointed by God with a message that will take you deeper in your walk with Christ. We have the mission to bring hope to the hopeless, and we seek to build a community of believers founded on faith and walking in love until the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, if you would like to officially join the City of the Lord Church and get access to pastoral care, counsel, and one-on-one sessions with the man of God, fill in the form in the link below the podcast description. Now, here comes today's powerful word. It is your word. So grab your Bibles, pens, and notepads as we join Apostle Frederick from the City of the Lord Church in Lusaka, Zambia. Be blessed. Let's go to today's word. Apparently, there was somebody who sent a message. They were asking where the jokes have gone. Because someone was saying that I was led to Christ by that pastor who cracks jokes. The challenge is not very funny, but let's try. Um, Let's go. What's worse than finding a worm in your apple? You know worms, right? And you know sometimes you can find a worm in your apple. So the question here is, what's worse than finding a worm in your apple? And the answer is, finding half a worm in your apple. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) May the Lord be merciful and gracious. (laughs) Wonderful. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Please play something. Um, just play something as we get into the word like I said it's very rare for me in the sense that I function a lot Uh, I've trained myself to function first by discipline before I enter spontaneity that's why you find it's very rare that you hear me say I wasn't planning to teach this also because I invest a lot of time in preparation so what I'll be sharing today I wasn't planning to share it but I really give me E but then it came I'm sure Spose will be happy to hear that it came as Spose was ministering thank you Lord Jesus thank you from your seats just connect just connect to him Day and night, night and day, let incense arise. Day and night, night and day, let incense arise. Day and night, night and day, let incense arise. Day and night. Night and day, let incense arise. Day and night, night and day, let incense arise. 
day and night, night and day, let incense rise. Day and night, night and day, let incense rise. Day and night, night and day. Day and night, everybody. Today I'm here on assignment. So I need a bit of energy today. Huh? Now, if you don't like noise, like maybe like there, there, there are different kinds of noise, right? There's that noise, maybe for you you've got a challenge. Maybe noise gives you headaches. <laughs> Today, that noise will chase away <laughs> those headaches. Today, it might get loud. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah. Okay, wonderful. I want you to turn to somebody and say, the breaker is here. Tell another one, the breaker is here. Tell another one, the breaker is here. Now, um, one of the things that I believe is there are days. There are days when God visits us. Now, I'm not saying he's not always with us. He is. But then there are days he visits us. And whenever he does that, a standard is raised. That's why you find that there are days that you can point at which were benchmarks for your Christianity. And one of those days is October the 16th. First uh, Peter 2 verse 12 will show you something. Jesus also mentioned it that they failed to discern their hour of visitation. Here he says, having your conduct honorable among the Gentiles, that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may by your good works, which they observe, glorify God in the day of visitation. Then say on the second coming, it says in the day of visitation. So there are those moments where God does something special. And I believe today is one of them. Amen. Where there is something that's benchmarked. Now, when the Lord Jesus manifests, because of how multifaceted he is, there are moments where he manifests in different ways. And today, there is a particular manifestation. There's a particular manifestation. By the way, if I was, yet again, if I was being doctrinal, you can go to John 14, and you'll notice that the Spirit of God is promised. And then uh, later on, around 2021, 
due to our relationship with the Holy Spirit, God the Father and Son themselves were going to come and make you their abode. So there are days of visitation. And I'm really just exhorting you and then ministering to you. Wonderful. Which, you know, there are one or two chapondas. Who sent me a message? Was it you? It's your sister? Where is she? Why is she home? She wasn't feeling well. How far is the home? It's not far. Go give her a call. I don't do that anyhow, but go give her a call. I felt I'm supposed to pray for her today. One of my leaders follow. If you have to put them on a yango, put them on a yango, whatever it is. I need to minister to her. So now, um, Psalm 24, verse 7 to 10. Turn to another neighbor and say, The breaker is here. Now, I've started my exhortation. I've said my exhortation. The Bible says, lift up your heads, O you gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? Say, he is the breaker. It doesn't matter how long a door has been closed. It doesn't matter how old that door is. When the king of glory says open, that door has to open. So the Bible says, who is this king of glory? And it says, the Lord strong and mighty. Meaning, the description of the breaker is not necessarily the lamb. It's when the Lord Jesus manifests as the Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. And when you know the Lord Jesus as the one who's mighty in battle, that's where David can get the boldness to confront a Goliath. That's why Goliath is saying, who are you? And David is also saying, who are you? Have you noticed that even when you read scriptures uh, like Zechariah 4, 6, when it says it's not by might nor by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. The very next response is for Zerubbabel to turn to the, to the mountain and say, Who are you, almighty mountain? And he says, Before Zerubbabel, you shall become level ground. Somebody today needs to talk to that growth on your body. And say, Who are you? <laughs> I don't know if somebody is hearing me. Someone needs to talk to unemployment and ask, Who are you? Praise the Lord. Listen, I don't know about you, but, uh, and I love processes. I love going through, okay, I'm not sure if I love going through them, but I love processes. I love what you learn from them. I love all those things. So I don't know about you, but I wouldn't be where I am today if there weren't moments where God just said, you know what, let me do you a favor. <laughs> let me just... <laughs> Let me just skip one, two, three stages for you. And then I'll teach you the rest later. I don't know if somebody's hearing me. Tell somebody, the breaker is here. Praise God. There is a testimony with your name written on it. 
Let's continue. Let's continue. And the multitude of testimonies we receive shows us that this is not just excitement. We know what we are talking about. We have lived stories that have proved the faithfulness of God. Praise God. Tell somebody the breaker is here. You know, um, I've said it several times. As you, you can take your seats. Let's, let's have another scripture. You're struggling. <laughs> Genesis chapter 38, verse 29. I've said it several times that one of the... Um, let me just give you a description of something that happened before. How many of you know that I started doing ministry quite young, right? And... When it came to the word empowerment movement, the first um, meeting that we had was at Amaka Lodge and then at Vine Assemblies where I met my wife. You see, in life, do your purpose. Some of you, by not coming for setup, <laughs> what if it's in setup where you are going to, maybe like the broom was going to fall down and then one person touches the other side of the broom? And the other person touches the other side. Pastor <laughs> <laughs> huh? Lassens, where did you notice uh, Christina from? Takuma events are. Mentorship meetings, eh? Us were thinking people are just praying. Well, we say, no, go hold someone. <laughs> You are noticing there are some people who are always going to <laughs> hold that particular person. No, I just sense there's a breakthrough coming in your life. What breakthrough? Marito breakthrough. <laughs> Genesis 38 verse 29. Now, I had an experience where we began WIM, right? And then eventually we settled and we started having meetings um, at DK. And when we're having meetings at DK, um, as far as I was concerned, we were doing quite well and we had reached a certain level in ministry. My shoulders were lifted. And then, um, and we're now able to fill up the Kadike school hall. Then one day, I had a dream. And in the dream, there's a hymn that I didn't grow up like in a church where hymns were sung commonly. So I only knew it from that dream. The hymn was, when you walk with the Lord in the light of his word, what a glory he shares on your way. While we do his good will, he abides with us still. And with who trust and obey. Right? <laughs> Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. So I had that dream, right? And then, <laughs> and then you know what happened? The very next moment of the dream, I was seeing, should have been, I'm, I'm watching a sermon in the dream and then the sermon is to me and then as the words are being spoken they are being written as in 
Like the person is speaking and I can see what they're writing and it didn't make grammatical sense. The exact words were, the moment you break, you will ask. Let me say it again. The moment you break, you will ask, why don't you yesterday? Didn't make grammatical sense. I had to literally sit down and decipher what it meant. Let me say it again. The moment you break, you will ask, why don't you yesterday? Now, you know what God was actually telling me? He was actually telling me there was a new level that he had for me that I had to break into. And when I broke into it, there were certain things I would be able to ask for and easily get. It would be like, it's like when, you, when somebody says, I needed this yesterday. Yeah. So, so he's like, you will ask, why don't you yesterday? Like, you're actually wasting your time. I never got what it meant. Before we knew it, um, what God was trying to tell me was to expand with the ministry. I even had a dream where we saw, where we used an expanded auditorium. So God was trying to say expand. I was comfortable. Do you know what happened? Issues. Issues happened. Have issues ever forced you into a breakthrough? I was forced into a breakthrough by circumstance. So suddenly there were circumstances that happened. You know those what you say beyond my control? Uh-huh. There were circumstances that happened. And the moment those circumstances happened, we were forced to use a bigger venue. And it just so happened that had we not moved to the bigger venue, DK wouldn't have managed. Either that or the people wouldn't have come because there are times where God wants you to enlarge your tent first before certain things happen. There are seasons that you can point at and know that that day there's something I broke. There was something that broke that day. There was a breakthrough that happened. And when it happens, everything else becomes easier. The moment you break, you will ask. (laughs) Genesis 38 verse 29. Let's start from 28. And so it was when she was giving birth that the one put out his hand and the midwife took a scarlet, you know, favor took a scarlet thread and bound it on his hand saying, this one came out first. Then it happened as he drew back his hand that his brother came out unexpectedly and she said, how did you break through? This breach be upon you. Therefore, his name was called Perez. Now, I want you to understand the kind of breach there, right? Look at it from the Amplified. From the Amplified. I want you to ima- imagine for you, your weakness in life is that you just always break through. Like this one has a problem. Then when they're involved in something, it just always works. Like they're always just the one who breaks through. That's the breach that he had. Look at 28. And when she was in labor, is this the Amplified? 29. But he drew back his hand and behold, his brother was born first. And she said, what a breaking forth you have made for yourself. Therefore, his name was called Perez, breaking forth. Someone here, it's been boiling inside of them. That their campus needs the gospel. They've tried evangelizing. 
They will evangelize to 200, two people come. They will evangelize to 300, four people come. Do you know what happens when you break? There is that moment where you break, where you become... (laughs) You're a campus leader and everyone is wondering, you, you can't be called campus leader, you're a pastor. You start being called pastor at, around campus because where you ask for five, fifty come. You ask for fifty, five hundred come. The school writes you a letter asking you, where, where do you get all this influence? I've just spoken a prophetic word to someone. You've been tirelessly doing the work of the Lord. The breakthrough is here. So, the breach upon Perez was that he was just a breakthrough guy. He could unexpectedly break through. Found himself in the genealogies. Praise God. Turn to your neighbor and ask, how did you break through? Turn to another one, how did you break through? Where everyone says, that man is a sadist. You can't get an A in that course. It's not possible for you to get an A in that paper. <laughs> and then... <laughs> When everyone is lamenting over their results, they just notice you're quiet. <laughs> like you don't like boasting. But then if they insist on checking what you got, you're like, ah. and then after they check, they're like, how? How come for you? We wrote the same things. There's a breaker. And the breaker is here. Praise God. Tell somebody the breaker is here. One of the experiences where I really saw that was, and like I said, I've told you it before, but my second trip to Kenya, the other meeting I was at, all the meetings were good, but the other meeting, though it was perpetuated by, perpetuated by the first one, but then you could just sense this cumulative augmentation of the anointing. Like it just kept increasing as time went by. Um, just think about this. Eh? You go to a new land. I was, in a, I was in a different country. This lady, I've just forgotten her name, comes to the meeting and her mother had told her not to come. I only found out later, I'm not the one who sponsored the disobedience. So her mother had told her not to come, and she came for the meeting. Guys, if she got nothing in that meeting, I don't know what would have happened. Because at home she was told if she goes for the meeting, she should forget her school fees. I also don't know what got into the mother. Sometimes parents don't realize children have energy, they need to burn it out somewhere. If only they knew that some of their kids used to sneak out before we started preaching to them. And then they banned them from coming to our meetings. You want them to continue climbing the offenses? <laughs> People just don't know. Why is to climb offenses? But windows, so they even made a like like incision. <laughs> so anyways, um, so she comes for the meeting and I'd been feeling like I was preaching more to an audience. I wasn't feeling like I was connecting with them much. You can tell when you're not really connecting. And... Yeah, I was feeling like I was struggling a bit. And I still remember that night well, I was in a black um, bomber. It was an overnight. 
and I was not planning on lasting the whole night because contrary to what many of you believe, I don't really enjoy overnight. Unless there's like a lot of power and glory. I, I, like otherwise, ha <laughs> have you ever been for an overnight the prayer leader says, We're going to pray now. You check the time, it's midnight. You pray for four hours. You check the time, it's fifteen minutes past midnight. <laughs> I've been there before. Anyways. <laughs> And you find like a position to lie prostrate. <laughs> then when they're asking people, no, what did God say to you? Someone even says, no, for me, God spoke in a dream. Like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> what time did you do? <laughs> so, <laughs> so overnight, I don't read this dream. I only read this vision. So, um, so the, I, I called out, I called out, uh, I called out a word of knowledge and the same lady came to the front. She had a shorter leg. And so, minister to her and it grew out. I think some of you have seen that video. One of the clearest videos we've had, but some people still dispute it. <laughs> that which is troubling them needs prayer and fasting. So now, it grows out, and that's around 23 to midnight. Little did I know that that first one was a breakthrough. That was it. The moment that was going to happen, that was it. At 04, we start off to go to another part of Kenya. Um, we reach, and it was very cold. Guys, it was cold. As in, I left Zambia in June. I thought Zambia was cold. The first part of Kenya I went to was cold. Then the next part I went to, ha! It was cold. I remember my first memory of seeing to my kids running around in t-shirts. I'm like, him way. And it was so cold. And we reach, and the pastor is like, I heard about the miracle that happened yesterday. About the shorter leg. We're expecting such here now. Now, what had happened is that something had unlocked. And so I still remember, and then I was given the first session. And now the setup there was, they couldn't even understand Swahili. So... It had to be interpreted into an, a third language, which I don't remember. And only one person in the whole community knew English. No, two, plus the pastor. One person knew English. And she had also been following the previous meeting. And she was also the praise leader. Her voice may not necessarily uh, <laughs> have been the best, but oh my goodness, we were blessed. I even still remember the song she was singing. There is anointing mighty in the blood. I still remember. Then the other one was in Swahili. It was Washtahili ewe buana. Washtahili ewe buana. Come on, those who speak Swahili. Hili ewe buana. Kupokea. Ama. Ama something. Like, you're worthy to receive the praise, something like that. Now, that meeting starts, right? And I'm preaching, and like the church was like quarter full, like just quarter of the people had come. And I didn't know what to share because with church here, I'm used to starting from scratch, going like this. But in this case, I'm not even sure if they're or if they're understanding my language. Now, I want you to follow me well. So now, I mentioned saying, like towards the ends of my sermon, which I don't remember what I taught for once, 
because I wasn't sure they were paying attention. So towards the end of my sermon, I suddenly had a word of knowledge. And I said, um, there's a woman here, you've left your child, and your child is both deaf and dumb. Bring her. Now, it was a community setup, so they all turned. <laughs> they all knew the woman. <laughs> so they all turned to the woman and looked and said, ah, <laughs> you need to bring the child. So, and this was the child who the whole community knew. So this is where, if a miracle happens, the whole community is affected. Then also, if it didn't happen, they'll all know. <laughs> You're following? And then we went for, that was the morning session. We should have gone for breakfast or something like that. We drank a certain drink. Yeah. And ate herbs. So we do that. That's what they call vegetables. Herbs. <laughs> so we do that. And then when we came back, it was now half full. And I'm sure you can imagine that birthday kid. Luckily, it wasn't my session. So me, I chewed. We went back for lunch. When we came back, it was now three quarters. And I asked for some permission to remain in the car because I was working on my dissertation or doing ministry. So I was working on, I think I was analyzing some stuff. I was doing to my graphs. I still remember the graphs I did that day. So I was working on my dissertation. So I'm in the car working on my dissertation and I dozed off. Then I just woke up like, boom, I'm supposed to be in the church. So I start walking in like this, like groggy, like, uh, and I'm, I'm like so sleepy. And then as I'm entering, uh, the pastor says, oh, there he is. The grace has just walked in. I don't know how my name changed to the grace that day. And I'm not like paying attention. And then I didn't know he had called a certain woman who was on a crutch. I think we even have that video. And the woman is on a crutch. And then he says, yeah, you can minister to her. So I, I don't even know what's going on. I just go like, and then, you know, I like, I, I don't even remember what I did. Next thing I hear people are screaming. And I'm like walking with like a crutch. That's when I woke up. And then I realized that, oh, <laughs> a miracle has just happened. Now, I'm still going. Next thing, there's an altar call for those who are not well in their body. And one of the first people who was brought was that girl. I would have loved it to be instant. It took, it took that session and even the session that ended at midnight. Midnight comes. Oh, there was even a session at midnight, by the way. The, and the community kept increasing. And by the time it was midnight, the girl could say, Jesus. The girl could say, Jesus. I think, maybe I've just never posted it, but I think I know I can find that video. The girl could now say, Jesus. By the next day, we had about 14 people walk out of wheelchairs or drop their crutches by the next day. 14 in total. And then the Sunday service, rather than being a service for sermons, the whole service became a testimony service because everyone wanted to testify. Everyone wanted to testify. Something had broken. The moment it broke, everything else became easier. And then we get a call that they are waiting for us in the other city because they had also heard about that other miracle. So now we have to drive back 
to the other city. Are you following? We reached the other city quite late, like around 17, and the church is packed. They were waiting for us to come back. And we reach, and the first thing I'm told is, um, the mother to that girl wants to see you. And she reaches, and apparently her child goes home walking straight, and the mother is in shock, like, what happened to you? Now the child, don't try that at home. Uh, the child answered, can Scoofies buy this? Now you don't... <laughs> Now, now, my appeal to you is not to try that at home before a shoe, a shoe misses you. Just so I go, bah! but then it just so happened that the mom had a broken hand, so the mom comes for the meeting as well, and her broken hand gets healed, and the child and the mom reconcile like right there, guys. <laughs> that that was beyond one thing happening or two things happening that was a manifestation of the breaker where a level is just broken into then i go i get a i get a message from a pastor who says they went back to that city again after some time and they went back to the same church and when they called an auto for healing there was no one <laughs> That was a manifestation of the breaker. I sense that today. I sense that today. Can I give you the final scripture and we go into the breaking? Play it, play it, play it, play it, play it. What won't you do? We have two final scriptures. The only reason, you know, like today's sermon was one of those where I was just supposed to come and say the breaker is here and start praying. The reason I've been taking my time and building it is I've been trying to get us all to a certain place of faith. So I'll give you two final scriptures. So there I came to exhort you. Deuteronomy 26, verse 7 to 9, and then the final scripture. Yeah, when I read the final scripture, here's what I'll tell you. When the Lord is in the house, receive him a certain way. Receive him a certain way. The final scripture will be an announcement. And I want you to receive the Lord according to your level of faith. Who are you, almighty mountain? You remember Hannah's prayer after she got the child, right? When she says, by the arm of flesh, no one can prevail. She was saying, I tried physically, nothing happened. This one needed divine intervention. It needed God to come through as the breaker. That's what I sense today. Anything is possible to those who believe. It depends on your definition of what the word anything is. Have you lowered the limit of what anything is to you? Have you lowered your salary cap? Today we're not praying at least prayers. Lord, at least if it can just, at least if it can just bring me 5,000. If you know that currently the level of your paper is 12,000, then pray for 22. I don't know if you're hearing me. 
This is what the Bible says. There are certain things that just need the hand of God. Well, you've tried negotiating, you've tried talking, it's not working. It says, therefore we cried out to the Lord God of our fathers. And the Lord heard our voice and looked on our affliction and our labor and our oppression. Next verse. So the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand and with an outstretched arm, with great terror and with signs and with wonders. I declare to somebody in this place, in the name of Jesus, the Lord brings you out with a mighty hand. The Lord brings you out with an outstretched arm. What you thought would take 10 years, takes 10 days. What you thought would take 50 years, takes 50 days. In the name of Jesus. Let's have one more verse and it's an announcement. Malachi. Malachi. Micah. Actually, not Malachi. Micah chapter 2 and verse 13. We'll read it from two translations. First, the New King James. Are we ready? Are we ready? The Bible says, The one who breaks open will come up before them. They will break out, pass through the gate, and go out by it. They are kings will pass before them with the Lord at their head. Give it to me from the message. You know what this verse is saying? It's saying the one who breaks open, meaning the breaker, will come up before them. Give me the message translation. Message will probably give you 12 to 13, but just give it to me quickly. I'm calling a meeting, Jacob. I want everyone back. All the survivors of Israel. I'll get them into one place. Like sheep in a fold. Like cattle in a coral. Now, if you've studied your history, you know that till today there's a lot of controversy about how Israel became a nation again. It doesn't make sense physically. And do you know that within... Because from the day they were declared that they declared themselves a nation, the entire Arab world started to wage war against them. In six days, they had to fight off I don't know how many countries, and yet they were a new army. How come it worked? The breaker was before them. The breaker was before them. Now, let's look at the next part. It says, a milling throng of homebound people. Give me verse 13. Actually, here it is. Now, here is where the breaker is defined. It says, Then I, God, will burst all confinements and lead them out into the open. In the name of Jesus. Those thresholds. Those thresholds. Those thresholds where you can't go beyond a certain level where you can't reach beyond a certain place, where you can't have beyond a certain amount, those confinements, you are not made for confinement. You are made for freedom. You are not made for confinement. You are made for freedom. Ladies and gentlemen, the breaker is here. The breaker is here. The breaker is here. Celebrate your king. The breaker 
is here. The breaker is here. Burst out into prayer. Burst out into declarations. Burst out into prayer and declarations. The breaker is here. The breaker is here. The breaker is here. The breaker is here. Hold on for a minute. Are there ministers just spread around? Because there'll be a lot of manifestations. I want you to follow the instructions carefully. There is a final wave of declarations. But it must be preceded by a certain wave of joyous praise hold on for a second hold on for a second hold on for a second now i'll use a football example i'm a football fan right there are those goals which are scored which are happy because it's a goal then there are those goals which are like whoa and everyone is on their feet and showing their excitement and their amazement for what they've just seen Isaiah 54 verse 1 the Bible says sing O barren woman you who have not born, break forth into singing and cry aloud. 
you who have not labored with child for more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman says the lord enlarge your, the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings do not spare lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes for you shall expand to the right and to the left now here's what's going to happen we're going to praise god with everything and then even as we are praising sicknesses are going demons are fleeing but can i tell you the most prominent manifestation that will be there there will be a stretching inside of you some of you begin to see yourself feel like you're, you're expanding capacities are being increased we're going to praise him with capable god as a whole church it's a wonderful praise song as a whole church we're going to praise him with capable god and i want you to begin to see by the eyes of faith what god has done for you Javu. What can't you do? What won't you do? Nothing impossible. Nothing impossible. What can't you do? What won't you do? Nothing impossible with our God. You do not lie, you do not fail. What is hard for you to do? It doesn't exist, though. It can never ever exist. For you do not lie. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I want you to hear, pay attention to the prophetic word of the Lord.
The, the Lord God Almighty does not waste faith. It was always meant to be substance of things hoped for. Faith is not a lottery. Faith is not chance. The Lord does not waste faith. And now I speak to you. I sensed a priestly garment on me. I sensed a priestly garment. I want you to lift up that matter before God. I'm about to speak to you as a priest. There are body parts that are realigned. Someone's body is just realigning itself right now. Drugs are coming out of your system. Those who are on stage with me, get on your knees quickly. No one's standing behind me. Those who are on stage, get on your knees. Now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I speak to you. Like Eli spoke to Hannah. Like Elisha spoke to the Shunammite woman. I speak to you and I say, go in peace. And may the Lord do those things you have desired. What was hard becomes easy. What was impossible becomes possible. What you couldn't do with your body, you do with it now. What was supposed to be years becomes months. What was supposed to be months becomes days. Saints of the living God, the breaker is here. The breaker is here. Is anything too hard for the Lord? The breaker is here. The breaker is here.
Thank you, Lord Jesus. For a minute, let's just all be silent, just for a minute. Thank you, Lord. Just try to continue this. Just be silent for a minute. Thank you, Lord, for this visitation. Thank you, Lord, for the mighty things you have done in this visitation. Things that are countless. You came with gifts for everybody. came with gifts for everyone. And we just honor the fact that you will honor a meeting like this one. And bring us assurance. And bring us confidence. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad you came. Thank you. Thank you. In the name of Jesus. so blessed and I know you have been too. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you. You can reach the City of the Lord Church on 0777-930882. If you are unable to call, you can email us on thecityofthelordzambia at gmail.com or reach us on Facebook at 